along with evangelist Nathan Jones, web minister with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale area in Florida. Please keep us in prayer that our technology and everything will work without any problems. For those of you that would like to be part of today's program, our local phone number is 305-992-9537. Again, 305-992-9537. Well, our topic for today will be that of the Great Tribulation. Matthew 24, 29 speaks about the tribulation period. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan if he will open us up with a word of prayer. I'd be happy to, Pastor Vic. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity to share your gospel, to study your word, to understand what's coming ahead. We thank you for sharing what's the future. Lord, we praise you, and we pray that everyone listening will get to know you as their personal Savior. In your precious and wonderful name, amen. 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 Again, you're tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. And it's a great to be here with everyone. We would like to encourage you to keep us in prayer. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we talk about the topic of the tribulation. For those of you that use Twitter and Facebook, you can always find us on T-Wave Radio. Make sure that you hit the like button there on Facebook for us. And make sure you tell your friends and your family regarding these programs. Also, stay tuned Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time here on T-Wave Radio for the um, Lamb and Lion Ministry Christ in Prophecy program with Dr. Reagan. You don't want to miss those programs as well as on Tuesdays as a Calvary Chapel Bible Prophecy School of Ministry as well. Wonderful eschatology teaching ministries and programs. But before we continue, I want to thank my good friend Nathan Jones for being part of the program. Nathan, thank you for joining us once again. Well, thank you, Pastor Vic, for having me on. It's always such a blessing to study God's prophetic word with you. I know we've been having a great time making our way through these incredible subjects such as the rapture, the millennium, the tribulation versus the great tribulation. And, you know, Nathan, we were having such a great time last week that we ran out of time. <laughs> well, you're wanting to tackle some pretty big subjects and a uh, half hour just won't cover it. Someday. It won't cut it. And, you know, I'm so glad that you said, Vic, we need to uh, get a little deeper into the subject of the great tribulation because there is so much there. And, Nathan, I, I, you did such a great job last week in clarifying for us uh we were talking about the tribulation versus the great tribulation and you made a great point and you said you say you know what vic everything uh is part of the great tribulation when you really think about all the events that begin to unfold so nathan just to go over a few things maybe there's a listener out there that is not very familiar uh with the tribulation and the great tribulation uh we know that the bible speaks about the rapture that's going to happen first then it's going to come the Antichrist and start a peace treaty for seven years, and then we get into the, uh, the the tribulation. But can you enlighten us once again? The rapture happens, uh, then how do things unfold? Certainly. Well, we know that 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15 tell us that Jesus Christ will come and take up everyone who is saved, who's given their life to Jesus Christ, up with him into the clouds, up to heaven. And so any every believer in Christ will not be here on this earth at the advent of what is called the Tribulation. Uh, the prophet Daniel, back in the book of Daniel, gives us seven years that will befall the planet. It will be the worst time in all of human history. Jeremiah 30, verse 7, says it's a time of Jacob's trouble. In other words, time for Israel, where Israel will be put in a crucible, and the whole world will be against Israel. And uh, that's God's way of bringing a remnant of the Jewish people to salvation, to finally accept Jesus as Messiah. So we know that the seven-year tribulation is coming upon the planet. Now, the seven years is actually divided into two parts. So we've got the tribulation, which is all seven years, 
But then you've got what's called the Great Tribulation, which is the second half for three and a half years. And that's when as bad as the, the first half is, the second half is far, far worse. Yes. And, you know, Nathan, that's exactly why we realized that last week we were touching on our previous programs just regarding the, the tribulation period. But then that th the last three and a half years is when things really uh, intensify. And we notice Revelation uh, chapter six, uh, of course, are still part of the tribulation. And then we see the different judgments that begin to unfold uh, in the last three and a half years. And Matthew chapter 24 uh, verse 29. I don't know, Nathan, if maybe you happen to have your Bible handy and you yes. could, uh, yeah, maybe you could touch on that verse for us and then begin to expound for us more on the Great Tribulation. Sure. Well, Matthew 24 in the New King James reads, uh, 24 verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. So this is actually the end of the tribulation. This is the second coming of Jesus Christ at the very end of the tribulation is what Jesus was talking about there in Matthew 24. That is amazing. And that's exactly how we notice that it's divided into different parts here, the second coming. But prior to that, we know that all these events are going to begin to unfold and it's just going to be chaos uh, around the world. So, Nathan, can you talk to us a little bit more about the Great Tribulation? We know that a temple is going to be erected, right, Nathan, uh, in, in Israel there? Yeah, actually, uh, today the Temple Institute, which exists in Israel, they have a nice museum you can go to. They have put everything together necessary to build the third temple. Now, you know, the temple was destroyed way back in 70 A.D. by Titus Vespasian, the Roman armies, and Daniel prophesied that out of the Roman people, a one-world leader would come one day, and that who the Bible calls the man of lawlessness or the Antichrist, and he would set up his kingdom, and he would unite the world under his kingdom. Now, we see a, today a huge push to have a one-world ruler. Uh, the yes. U.N. is always talking about a new world order, and, and the globe seems leaderless right now, and it's looking for a strong leader. So the world is being set up for the idea that we need one strong leader to govern the world and stop all the wars and disasters. I also believe that because of the rapture of the Church, the world will be in chaos at millions of people disappearing, and we'll also seek a one-world ruler to bring order back from the chaos of that. That's right. You know, Nathan, that's a great point, and it seems that today the world is just waiting because there's so much chaos with the economy and wars and rumors of wars. And uh, I, I've, I read that the Pope is planning on visiting us here next year, and we see how people flock to these, uh, uh, supposedly these leaders. So you're absolutely right. Well, it's just we're, we're in a time period now where it doesn't seem like we have strong, viable leaders anymore. And the world is calling out for strong, viable leadership. And we read in the very beginning of the tribulation, matter of fact, there's 21 judgments of the tribulation, and the first one is that the Antichrist is unleashed upon the world. And he goes out with a bow and no arrows, signifying diplomacy, and he's like the greatest of, he's like a Nelson Mandela. He comes out and he gives peace, and uh, people look to him for leadership and guidance, and uh, they, they welcome with open arms. They're like, finally, a leader. But we find out that this peaceful exterior is just a facade. In reality, he's a huge warmonger in the second tribulation judgment. He brings war upon the earth, and a quarter of the world population dies. World War III, basically, is what the Bible's talking and, about. And we notice those things unfolding, right, Nathan, in Revelation chapter 6 there. 
Yeah, Revelation chapter 6 is where we get the, the, the 21 judgments are divided into seven. So you got seven seal judgments, seven trumpet judgments, and seven bowl judgments. Now the tribulation starts with the seven seal judgments. It goes through six of the seven trumpet judgments. So when we talk about the great tribulation, we're actually talking about the seven trumpet judgment and then the seven bowl judgments that lead right up to what you read, or we both read, in Matthew 24 about Jesus coming back, a special day, a day that the sun won't shine, the moon won't give its light, it looks like the stars are falling from the sky, and there's some sign of the Son of Man in heaven. In other words, people look up, and they'll see the sign, and they won't know what it is. And I've looked up Bible commentators, what do they think it is? And it's only speculation. Nobody knows. Maybe it's the Shekinah glory, the Holy Spirit, you know, maybe... Maybe he puts a, a, a celestial sign up there. Maybe it's an alignment of planets, but something that says this is the day Jesus is coming back for an entire day. People know, wait a minute, something's about to happen. Jesus Christ is about to come back. And those who are raptured up to heaven, you and me, Vic, we will return with Jesus Christ to see him set up his kingdom on Amen. the earth for a thousand years. But before that, the earth goes through a terrible seven-year time period. You know, Nathan, and, and everything that we seem to enjoy today will pretty much be gone. I mean, I'm here in Florida, Miami. It's beautiful sunshine, beautiful beaches. And the time has come when, the, when I mean, the skies will be darkened. And it, that's a fearful sight, right? Well, we, we got to remember that, that the tribulation, people try to, to say, well, we're in the tribulation now. But they, they got to remember that we have not seen a quarter of the world population destroyed. Vic, that is one and a half billion people in today's numbers. And then the third and fourth seal judgments say that famine and pestilence and sickness will come. You know, when a war happens, the entire infrastructure, the way we get food and go to the grocery stores, get medicine, right. it becomes scarce and people get sick, they start dying, disease spreads, and it says another quarter of the world population dies. So, Vic, that's just half the world population in the wow. first year or so of the tribulation. That's incredible. And it is. And then when we say that the second half of the tribulation is the great tribulation, it's even worse. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I know we laugh, but we laugh uncomfortably because right. that is, I mean, it's a terrible time on the world, but the God has his purposes. One, to punish the sin of the world. He, he can't let injustice continue forever. He will, and he promises that he will deal with it during the tribulation. That's Two, right. He wants believers, people to finally come to Jesus and become believers in him. That's both Jew and Gentile. And third, for Jesus to come back and set up his kingdom of peace, righteousness, and justice for a thousand years after that. So he has a time. But in the meantime, Satan is let loose on the earth. He possesses the Antichrist. And for those seven-year periods, the Antichrist rules as a one-world ruler over this earth. It starts, as we read in Daniel 9, that it, with a peace treaty with Israel. Israel will have endured two major wars before that. One is the Psalm 83 war where they have to conquer their surrounding neighbors. And people are wondering, hmm, all that uh, fighting with Gaza right now and possibly right. Uh, Lebanon opening up as a second front and other nations, maybe this is going to be the Psalm 83 war. But Israel will win it, we know, according to Psalm 83. But then Russia, Iran, Turkey, Libya, and a number of other Islamic nations, they will come against Israel. And you can read about that in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and that's called the Gog and Magog War. And God steps in, and he defends Israel, and he destroys those nations and those armies. So picture the tribulating, before even the tribulation begins, that Russia, Iran, Turkey, hmm. Libya, and Islam 
is no longer a player in the tribulation. We're talking about an entire change of how the world functions geopolitically. And you know, Nathan, that's a great point. And this is why we believe that it's very important for anyone listening to this program uh, to be a student of eschatology and Bible prophecy. Because uh, when we laughed a little bit nervously earlier, it's because there are some that are teaching that, no, that this event is not really going to happen. This is the kingdom age now, right, Nathan? And, and what yeah. a mistake that is. Yeah, yeah. The kingdom age is the idea that uh, we're living in Jesus' millennial kingdom, where we're living in a time of peace, righteousness, and justice. I'm like, say what? Have you turned on the news? <laughs> you know, that's that's crazy. It's what when cut, you take right? the Bible, yeah, and you don't interpret the Bible literally. You spiritualize everything. Say, well, it's a spiritual kingdom the Bible's talking about. Well, there is an aspect to the church as a spiritual yes. kingdom, but the the Bible is very explicit on the details of Bible prophecy and the end times, and you can read in Revelation and other places about these tribulation judgments and know that 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 we're not living in the millennial kingdom and we're not living in the tribulation now. They haven't happened yet. And that's an excellent point, and that's why we want to encourage anyone that is tuned into this program. Our lines will be open. The local number is 305-992-9537. You can call us or text in your question or comment for Nathan Jones or myself as we're talking about the Great Tribulation, an incredible event yet to occur in the future, but we need to prepare ourselves for now. So, Nathan, of course, you're unfolding for us this whole event. We find uh, Revelation 6 talks about uh, some of these events here, the different horsemen of the apocalypse, but then we get into Revelation 7, Nathan, and something amazing happens there, because there's going to be also, uh, God is going to be using the Jewish people once again uh, to do a great evangelistic work, right? Yes, uh, God has got the gospel plan for, for the tribulation, and that's one of the main purposes of the tribulation, is to bring people to their knees to finally accept Jesus. Man, there are some people and it's so hard-headed. Maybe you and I were at one time. <laughs> right. It took God to smack us over the head to finally say, oh my goodness, I really need Jesus. I need to get right with him. And it takes the world plunging into basically World War III for the people to finally say, I surrender, Lord, I surrender. And we read about 144,000 Jews that will get saved at that time period, and they will be specially protected by God, and they'll go out and they'll share the gospel across the planet. He also has, and we can read in Revelation 11, two witnesses. There are two guys who get saved, and some believe maybe they are uh, Moses and Elijah, or Elijah and Enoch. Maybe they're resurrected. I, I'm not sure. They, uh, there's some indications that they'll just be two regular people, but there's some debate over that. But they are two witnesses who, in Jerusalem, are given power to give the gospel out to the whole world but they also, they're defended by God. They can call down fire if they want. They, they are totally protected. Now, this is where we get to the Great Tribulation part. For three and a half years, the two witnesses, according to Revelation 11, they share the gospel with the world. The Antichrist has finally defeated the world. The whole world is following him, and he goes to Israel. Now, he's three and a half years into that peace treaty with Israel, right? And he hates these two witnesses. And finally, the, the supernatural protection around them is gone. God takes it away, and the Antichrist kills the two witnesses. They actually die. It says for three and a half days, their bodies lie in the streets of Jerusalem, wow. and the whole world celebrates. They hate these guys, you know, because they're bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ. They hate him. And it says the Antichrist will walk into the temple. The Jews will build, rebuild that third temple. 
and he will desecrate it. He'll basically, he wants worship. Satan has always wanted to be worshipped in place of God, and he will proclaim himself to be God in the temple. He'll desecrate it by setting up a statue of himself, and that's when we know the Jews will flee out of Jerusalem. Now, there'll be Jews staying there throughout the tribulation, but the majority of Jews will flee out of Israel into southern Jordan, where the Lord will supernaturally protect them. And uh, that is the beginning of the Great Tribulation. And that's where we get the term Great Tribulation, because it is a Great Tribulation upon the Jewish people for the next three and a half years. And that's a great point. And Nathan, we see the world being prepared today with the development of technology. And here we talk about these two witnesses as they're going to be killed. And yet the Bible says the the whole world will be able to see them. So we also see these incredible uh, prophetic uh, things happening right before our time. Yeah, I mean, when we lived in a time period where the whole world could not only know about the two witnesses, but watched live them being killed and then watched live as three and a half days later, God resurrects them and brings them up to heaven. I mean, the whole world sees that, and that the fact that the whole world sees it means that they'd have to have some way to do it. You know, you couldn't do it a hundred years ago, but exactly. today through satellite, television, iPhones, uh, you name it, we've got ability to watch something going on right away, anywhere. You know, one second time delay as it bounces around from satellite to satellite. So that's a prophecy right there that shows that we are living in a time period where we have the technology for the whole world to witness the two witnesses being killed. And of course, and Nathan, and this is technology that really wasn't even around until just not that long ago, right? No, I mean, you, you could have like a cameraman over there and bounce it up to a satellite maybe 20 years ago. But the fact that we have streaming video, that we have portable devices, uh, I, I really believe that the technology has honed itself to what we have today. That's right. And, of course, we look at these witnesses. They're there uh, uh, evangelizing, winning uh, uh, hundreds of thousands to the Lord. And also, Nathan, in the, in the tribulation period, there's also some other uh, uh, methods that the gospel is going to be spread, right? Yes. Uh, the Bible says that an angel, a gospel angel, will go out and spread the gospel to every single person. So by the end of the tribulation, there won't be anybody who hasn't heard the gospel. And that will fulfill what Jesus said in Matthew 24 about the gospel going out into the whole world, and the whole world will hear that gospel. The tribulation, by the end of it, people will know to choose Jesus or not. Now, if they don't choose Jesus, they will take what's called the mark of the beast. The Antichrist has a PR man, a, a false prophet who gets people to worship him, and he forces everybody uh, to get a mark. It's the number or the name of the Antichrist on the hand or the forehead. Again, this won't be instituted till the middle of the tribulation, so that doesn't affect anybody today, but that that time period. And if you don't take it, if you're like, well, no, I, I'm a Christian, I'm not going to take it, then they, he kills you. So very, very few Christians make it to the end of the tribulation. But that's the beginning of the middle where the Antichrist institutes a mark system. So during the Great Tribulation, that second three and a half years, the people cannot buy or sell unless they are basically wearing the name or the number of his name, which is 666, on their forehead. You walk in a grocery store, and you're like, uh, I'm going to buy, and they look at you, and they say, I don't see the Antichrist name. We can't sell to you. And more than likely, they'll call, report you in, and you'll get arrested and killed. So it's uh, people will know to accept Jesus or not during that time period. It will be blatantly obvious. And you know, Nathan, that's why we encourage individuals that are maybe tuned into this program, or maybe some that will be tuned into this program at a later point in time, that it is so crucial for them while there is still time to turn to the Lord, because there really is no guarantee. We know that the rapture can occur at any moment, right, Nathan? Exactly. It's an imminent event. It can happen at any time. And this is why anyone tuned in, we encourage you to 
turn to the Lord while there is still time. We know that those that have placed their trust in Jesus Christ will be taken out. But we also know that this terrible judgment that is coming, we do not wish that upon anybody. So this is why we encourage every one of you, uh, reach out to us. If we can pray for you, if you have any questions or comments, uh, please let us know. So Nathan, of course, we, we see this unfold. We see now uh, Revelation chapter 8. We see these different judgments that are coming, the sealed judgments. Can you talk to us a little bit more about those? Sure. Well, the first part of the tribulation has seven sealed judgments. That's, of course, the global war, a terrible earthquake. It's where the uh, terrible, the fifth sealed judgment, the terrible persecution of Christians. Uh, people that accept Jesus as Savior will likely be martyred for their faith during the tribulation. Uh, we see then the trumpet judgments where various disasters happen on the earth. And it gets to the seventh trumpet, which is the, the trumpet that's after the two witnesses that kicks off that great tribulation, that second half. And the seventh trumpet judgment, which you can read in Revelation 11, says, And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There was lightning, noises, thunders, an earthquake, and great hail. So a series of natural disasters happen with the seventh trumpet judgment that starts what really is the bold judgment. The, the final seven judgments are really, man, what air it makes World War III actually not look so bad that they're so terrible upon the world. We can read about those in Revelation 16. Amazing. And of course, even with all the disaster, here the Bible tells us on top of that, there's going to be all these also natural, supernatural disasters coming upon the earth. And again, we see small signs now, Nathan, right? Just very minute signs in comparison. Well, Jesus said in Matthew 24 that uh, the signs of the end times would be like birth pains. In other words, they'd, they'd come more frequent and more intense. You know, uh, both of us have children, and we've seen our wives go through birth pains. They start small, and, and they're wide apart, but as, as the closer the baby comes, the, the more intense they get, the more frequent they get until the baby comes. And we're seeing signs of the end times, both in nature and in politics and war and technology and all these different signs that say that that Jesus is coming soon, and they're getting more frequent and intense. But during the seven-year tribulation, that's when they climax. That's when they're the worst. And we get these 21 judgments that basically level the planet and kill most of the world population. That's incredible. And, you know, Nathan, that's why as we look at this uh, this uh, great tribulation and the tribulation period, it's something that is just out uh, 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 hard to comprehend, but yet the Bible says that these events will happen. Some people mock that these uh, events will happen. Some people have different views uh, on the tribulation, but we, we stick to what the Bible says, and everything seems to line up in order, uh, in sequence, in how it's going to occur. Right, Nathan? Correct. Matter of fact, the, the Bible says uh, flat out that the, the end time scoffers will come, scoffing at the Bible and about the Lord's return. So one of the signs of the end times is that people be like, this is ridiculous. This has never going to happen. They also scoff at the idea of a flood. In other words, they're evolutionists. You know, the atheists, they say, this is ridiculous. We can't trust the Bible. But the Bible is 100% accurate. You know, in the, in the, uh, when Jesus came his first time, he fulfilled 109 distinct prophecies. Now, that's amazing. 109 distinct prophecies about the first coming fulfilled in the life of one man is astronomical. Uh, Peter Stoner, a mathematician, calculated just one in eight, I'm excusing, eight out of the 109 is one in, in 10 to the 17th power. In other words, that's, wow. that's a number that couldn't be fulfilled, and yet that's just eight of the prophecies. We have 109. So we know that with 100% surety, Bible prophecy said Jesus will come the first time. 
he will come the second time. There are 500 verses in the Old Testament and 1 in 25 verses in the New Testament that say that Jesus will come back a second time. And if we can trust 100% that he fulfilled all the prophecies concerned the first time, we can be sure that Jesus will fulfill all 500 about his second coming. Amen. Wow, what a wonderful word. And you know, Nathan, that's why this is uh, so important and it's such a timely message for anyone tuned into the program to know that time is running out. God's word is faithful. God's word can be trusted. And it begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And he is uh, faithful uh, to the end. Uh, and again, of course, we only have about two minutes left to the program. You are tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Vic Batista and Nathan Jones, we will continue to leave the lines open our local number is 305-992-9537. You can call us or send us a text message with your question or your comment. And, of course, Nathan, we find uh, I'm so glad that we're spending a little more time here in the uh, Great Tribulation. But also, Nathan, as we get ready to wrap up uh, this uh, first edition here, we always like to leave our listeners with a word of encouragement, uh, also maybe how to begin that relationship with the Lord. How would you encourage, Nathan, that person that is listening uh, they know, they hear about these judgments, they, 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 they can sense that something is happening, but they yet are, in a sense, not uh, fully uh, giving their lives over uh, to the Lord. Uh, what would you say to them? I'd say, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I mean, really, what are you looking for? Is whatever your, your sin is, is it that important to you that it's worth sending your life, yeah, destroying it? I mean, sin okay. destroys it. It's, it's tempting, it's good, it's fun at first but it's like a, a snare. It catches you and it enslaves you, and you become a prisoner to it, and you're miserable and unhappy, and you know in your heart of hearts that you're destined for punishment forever, which is hell. Why hold on to that? That's like holding on to a penny when right. a billion dollars is sitting next to you, and that's what salvation is. Jesus died for you. He loves you that much. He wants you to accept him as Savior, to repent of your sins, to give your life to him. And then he, in turn, will forgive you, he'll save you, he'll rapture you, he'll protect you. You won't have to go through the tribulation. You'll live with him forever in heaven, and you have a joyous, abundant life ahead of before you. That's what's worth grabbing hold of and taking. That is amazing. And you know, Nathan, and that's what we want individuals to know. That's what, it's, what a wonderful gift, and it's all by God's grace that he gives it to those that open their hearts and trust in him. And that's why the Bible says in John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believed in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And we pray that you will reach out to us and give us an opportunity uh, to pray for you. Nathan, it's always a pleasure uh, to have you on this program. Thank you so much for the wonderful ex uh, uh, word there on the tribulation. And I
are listening to T-Wave, Calvary Chapel Spanish Radio. Nathan Jones, el web minister con el ministerio de Lamb y Lion. Estamos transmitiendo en vivo de la área de Aventura y Hallendale en nuestro estudio móvil. Así que nos mantienen en oración a nosotros para que todo salga bien con la tecnología aquí en el día de hoy. Nuestra línea van a estar abierta para eso que quieran ser parte del programa y nos quieran llamar con una pregunta. El teléfono es el 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537 y cuando la línea tenga abierta nos pueden llamar, nos pueden mandar un texto con sus preguntas para mí o también para Nathan Jones. El tema del día de hoy va a ser ese de la gran tribulación, San Mateo 24, 29. Pero antes de nosotros comenzar, vamos a orar. Padre, te damos gracias por este privilegio y esta oportunidad de poder Dios compartir tu palabra. Te pedimos, Espíritu Santo, que bendiga nuestro tiempo aquí que nos guíe, que nos llene de tu Espíritu Santo y que abra las mentes, Padre, a esos que están sintonizados para que reciban la buena palabra que usted tiene preparado para ellos. Gracias, oramos en el nombre de Jesús. Amén, amén. Bueno, y el programa de hoy ha sido posible por el ministerio de Calvary Chapo Aventura y la verdad los liberará más información en calvaryaventura.com y en Facebook en JN830. Y dos. Así que estamos aquí para servirle a ustedes y también sintonícese los miércoles a las 10 de la mañana para el programa de Lamb y Lion Ministry, Christ in Prophecy, a las 10 de la mañana con el doctor Reagan y también los martes y los miércoles a las 11 de la mañana para los programas de la profecía bíblica. Así que manténgase sintonizado. Así que con eso es un gran placer para mí en el día de hoy de estar aquí con mi buen amigo Nathan Jones del de Ministerio de Lamb y Lion Ministry. Nathan, it's a pleasure to have you on the program again. Oh, so good to be here. Thank you, Pastor Vic. Awesome. Le digo que es un placer tenerlo a él aquí en el, en una vez más. And of course, Nathan, we have been having such a great time uh, in these various topics that we have been touching. Le digo a Nathan que nosotros no hemos pasado un tiempo tan lindo en los diferentes temas que nosotros hemos estado tocando. We've talked about the rapture. We talked about the millennium. We talked about the tribulation versus the great tribulation. Hablamos del rapto de la iglesia. Hablamos del milenio. Hablamos de igualmente la tribulación y la gran tribulación. But of course, Nathan, we didn't really get to finish our second portion there when we were talking about the great tribulation because there was so much more and we definitely wanted to pick up on that for our listeners. Le dije a Nathan que nosotros cuando estamos hablando del programa de la gran tribulación, nosotros no terminamos porque había tanto ahí en ese tema. Entonces hoy vamos a seguir en ese tema de la, de la gran tribulación. Uh, una vez más. But of course, Nathan, before we continue, I did want to just uh, welcome you and maybe have you just once again share a little bit of uh, uh, information regarding your ministry for maybe someone that hasn't tuned in before. Quiero igualmente decirle a Nathan que comparta un poco de su información para tal vez alguna persona que no se han sintonizado aquí una vez antes. I serve at Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry proclaiming the soon return of Jesus Christ. Él, él sirve para un ministerio que se llama Lamb and Lion Ministries y ellos se, se concentran en lo que es la profecía bíblica. Y usted puede encontrar más información aquí en www.lamylion.com. 
Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. Of course, we have it here on the big screen on T-Wave.tv so people can actually also check out uh, that handsome young man there uh, <laughs> on, the, uh, on the back screen. Le digo que todas las personas pueden verlo aquí en T-Wave TV para que vean esa, esa persona linda que se llama Nathan ahí atrás atra de mí. Of course, Nathan, we do are, we're very excited because you do have a wonderful uh, uh, array of resources that people can take advantage there in Lamin Lion. There are mucha, mucha información que tú pueden tomar ahí en Lamin Lion. But Nathan, the great tribulation, the tribulation, la tribulación y la gran tribulación, we know that the rapture of the church uh, is going to happen. Uh, then this man, the Antichrist, uh, is going to come into the scene. Uh, he's going to, uh, once again, uh, sign a, a peace treaty uh, for seven years. Digamos que cuando se habla de la tribulación, eh, el rapto comienza primero. Después viene un hombre eh, que se llama el anticristo que va a comenzar un uh, pacto por uh, siete años eh, 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 con la gente, los judíos de Israel. So can you talk to us a little bit, Nathan, again, how that is going to unfold? ¿No puede hablar un poquito cómo eso se va a desarrollar? Certainly, certainly. Well, I think everyone's uh, checking out the handsome young Dominican sitting there rather than my picture. But. <laughs> Nathan dice que primeramente miren es el dominicano hermoso en vez de él. But anyway, all right, let's get get into it now. <laughs> After a little levity, we, it's a real serious topic, the tribulation. Yes. No, dice que uh, estamos riéndonos un poco, pero vamos a hablar de un tema bien, bien importante. The prophet Daniel prophesied that there would be seven years of tribulation coming on the earth, the worst time in human history. El profeta Daniel nos dijo a nosotros que va a venir uno de los periodos más terribles en el mundo de siete años. It will be seven years of devastation on this planet. Siete años de devastación en este mundo entero. It will start when the Antichrist, a one-world ruler, will make a peace treaty with Israel. Va a comenzar cuando el Anticristo comienza un pacto con Israel de paz. Of course, this is after the rapture of the church, where Jesus comes and takes all believers up to heaven to be with him. Esto ocurre después de la tribulación, después del rapto de la iglesia, cuando Jesucristo se lleva a todos los creyentes para el cielo con él. The Ra uh, tribulation is divided into 21 separate judgments upon the earth. La tribulación está dividida en 21 juicios que van a venir al mundo. Seven seal judgments, seven trumpet judgments, and seven bowl judgments. Siete sellos, siete trompetas, y, y siete copas. And then it will end with Jesus' return, which we can read in Matthew 24, verse 29 and following. Y después termina cuando Jesucristo venga, que podemos leer en San Mateo 24 a 29 en adelante. Uh, can I read Matthew 24, 29? Yes, let's do it. Vamos a leer a Mateo 24, 29. Okay. We read that Jesus says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Inmediatamente después de la tribulación de aquellos días, el sol se oscurecerá, y la luna no dará su resplandecer, y las estrellas caerán del cielo, y las potencias de los cielos serán conmovidas. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Entonces se aparecerá la señal del Hijo del Hombre en el cielo, y entonces lamentarán todas las tribus de las tierras, y verán el Hijo del Hombre viniendo sobre las nubes del cielo con poder y con gran gloria. So Jesus tells us that after the seven-year tribulation, this is how he will return. Jesucristo nos dice que después de la tribulación, de esta manera, Él va a regresar. Not, the moon will not, 
Va a ser un tiempo como ninguno otro, cuando la luna no va a dar su luz ni las estrellas y, y van a haber señales en los cielos. Sabe exactamente lo que van a ver. Puede ser la, la luz de resplandor de nuestro Señor, pero va a ser cuando el Señor va a regresar. And then we who have been raptured up before the tribulation, we return with Jesus. Y nosotros que hemos, se hemos raptado en, la, en, en, en el rato, vamos a venir con el Señor. And we see Jesus defeat the Antichrist and Satan and the evil of this world. Y vamos a ver a Jesucristo destruir a Satanás y el Anticristo y lo malo de este mundo. And Jesus sets up his kingdom, his millennial kingdom, for a thousand years. It's Peace, righteousness, and justice. But before Jesus' return, the world has to endure seven years of tribulation. Pero antes que regrese, el mundo va a tener que pasar por siete años de tribulación. You know, Nathan, that is just incredible. Eso es increíble. We also know, Nathan, of course, that as all these things begin to unravel, there's this uh, false uh, deceiver uh, that will come as a, uh, as a counterfeit Jesus white horse uh, in Revelation 6. Nosotros notamos que cuando todo esto ocurra, después va a venir este falso Jesús en un caballo blanco, como se dice en Apocalipsis capítulo 6. And then things begin to unfold, right, Nathan? Y las cosas comienzan a... a, a a desarrollarse. Right, the, the very first judgment upon the earth will be to let loose a one world ruler. El primer juicio va a ser que va a venir un hombre que va a gobernar el, el, el mundo entero. We hear about it all the time in the news, how the, like the UN strives to have a one world order. Lo mismo, nosotros contamos la noticia, como todo el mundo hoy en día está tratando de tener un gobernador para el mundo entero, de una orden. The world cries out for a strong leader because we seem leaderless right now. El mundo llama por un líder fuerte porque hoy en día hace falta un líder con esa fuerza. Plus, when the church is raptured, when millions of Christians are disappear, the world's going to be in an uproar. Pero cuando todos los cristianos se vayan, este mundo se va a volver como loco. And the world will call out for a one world ruler to bring order and to stop the wars around the planet. Y el mundo va a clamar por un líder que venga para que traiga orden en el mundo entero. Daniel 9 says when the Antichrist makes a peace treaty with Israel, that's the beginning of the seven-year countdown. Daniel 9 nos dice que cuando Israel haga este pacto con este anticristo, ese es el comienzo de la tribulación. The Antichrist will conquer much of the world using diplomacy and peace. El anticristo va a conquistar mayoría del mundo entero usando diplomacia. But the second pero el otro sello nos revela a nosotros que él lo que va a traer es guerra al mundo. Y nos dice que más de un billón de personas, como un cuarto de la gente que vive en el mundo, van a morir a través de estas guerras. The third seal judgment is the result of the war, famine, disease, and sickness. Y después va a venir el afecto de la hambre y, y todo lo que va a ocurrir en el afecto de esa guerra. Wow, y eso va a resultar en otro cuarto del mundo que pierdan su vida. Solamente como en el primer año y medio, vamos a ver que clase la segunda parte de la población del mundo entero van a perder su vida. 
And as amazing as how terrible the first half of the tribulation is, the Bible says the second half is the great tribulation. It's even worse. Y lo terrible como eso es la palabra de Dios no dice que la segunda parte todavía va a ser más peor. You know, Nathan, and I'm so glad that we're clarifying this issue. Me alegra que nosotros estamos aclarando esta porción uh, because we find that this is something that we see is developing and the world is preparing. We see the signs all over us. We also know that in the tribulation there's going to be a temple uh, that is going to be erected and, and, and standing there. Nosotros notamos que todo esto que estamos notando que el mundo se está preparando las señales y también nos habla de un templo que va a haber en el tiempo de la tribulación. Yeah, you can go to Israel, Jerusalem, and you can visit the Temple Institute. Ustedes pueden ir a Israel y pueden notar el Instituto del Templo. The Temple Institute is an organization that has worked to get all the things necessary to rebuild the temple. Es una organización que busca todos los artículos para preparar, para construir el templo. They have built and put together everything. They're all ready to go, really. Ya ellos están preparados. Casi todo lo que se necesite, ya ellos lo tienen en orden. Israel hasn't had a temple since the Romans destroyed it in 70 A.D. Israel no ha tenido su templo desde que los romanos lo destruyeron 60 años después de Jesucristo. And the Dome of the Rock, that Islamic uh, mosque, sits there right now. Y nosotros notamos que ahora lo que está ahí es el templo islámico en su posición. But we know at some time point it won't exist and the Jews will be able to rebuild the temple on the Temple Mount. Pero vamos a reconocer que en otro tiempo no va a existir y los judíos van a poner su templo ahí en ese lugar. Nathan, what a great point. And I think that this is a great uh, thing for people to know that uh, everything is falling into place. Digamos que esto es importante para que la gente note que ya casi todo se está alineando y se está preparando. 31% of the Bible is Bible prophecy, and it always comes true 100% of the time. 31% de la Biblia es profecía bíblica, y siempre se cumple 100%. I love that, 100%, so there is no failing, right? <laughs> no failure. We can be sure that these prophecies will happen. Digamos que esto es algo que va a ocurrir, y podemos estar seguros de lo que dice la palabra de Dios. Y por eso es que si usted está sintonizado, queremos que usted sepa que este programa lo estamos haciendo para animarlo a usted, de que usted puede confiar en Jesucristo y en su palabra. And we want to encourage our listeners to know that the reason why we're doing these programs is so that you can know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ, his word is reliable and he does indeed have a plan for your life. Usted está sintonizado al programa de la verdad Los Liberará, edición de profecía bíblica con Vic Batista y Nathan Jones, web minister de Lamb and Lion Ministry. Estamos hablando de el tema de la gran Tribulación. You're tuning in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition with Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Minister, and we are on the topic of the Great Tribulation. So, Nathan, we see these events unfolding. Nosotros notamos que estos eventos comienzan a desarrollarse. We see Revelation 6 there, the, the plagues that you talked to us about. Nosotros notamos en Apocalipsis capítulo 6, eh, las la plagas que vienen. And then we also notice the Jewish people, Nathan, uh, God is going to use them mightily uh, in the tribulation, right? Igualmente nosotros notamos los judíos que Dios lo va a usar de una manera increíble uh, en el tiempo de la tribulación. As we notice in Revelation 7, lo que notamos en Apocalipsis 7. Believers in Christ being raptured, the church won't be here to share the gospel. Cuando los creyentes sean raptados, la iglesia no va a estar aquí para compartir el evangelio. 
But God will raise 144,000 Jewish people who will get saved and share the gospel. Pero Dios va a preparar 144,000 judíos para compartir el evangelio. He will also send an angel out to share the gospel with every single person on the planet. Igualmente va a mandar ángeles para compartir el evangelio con toda la gente del mundo entero. And he will raise up two witnesses who will preach the gospel from Jerusalem. Y también va a preparar dos testigos para compartir el evangelio de la área de Jerusalén en Israel. For three and a half years, they preach about Jesus from por, Jerusalem. Por tres años y medio van a compartir de Jesucristo de la área de Jerusalén. But halfway through the tribulation, the Antichrist comes and kills them. Pero tres eh, eh, años y medio va a venir el Anticristo y lo va a matar. He leaves their bodies to rot in the streets for three and a half days. Y va a dejar su cuerpo en el medio de la calle por tres días y medio para que se mueran, para que se pudran. He walks into the Jewish temple and declares himself to be God. Él entra al templo de los judíos y va a declararse ser como Dios. And then declares himself not only to be God, but he sets up an, an image for people to worship. No solamente se declara ser Dios, pero pone una imagen para que la gente alaben. The desecration of the temple causes many Jews to flee out of Jerusalem and into Jordan. Ese efecto va a causar muchas personas que se vayan de la área de Jerusalén y de Jordán. So by breaking his treaty with Israel, the second half of the tribulation is called the Great Tribulation because it's a great tribulation upon Israel. Y cuando rompe el pacto después de tres años y medio, eso causa la gran tribulación, porque va a ser gran tribulación para los judíos y para la gente de Israel. That's why Jeremiah 30, verse 7, calls it a time of Jacob's trouble. Por eso es que Jeremías capítulo 30, versículo 7, no habla que va a ser un lamento para la gente de Israel, el, el, el problema. And that's when the seventh trumpet judgment and the sixth bowl judgments are come upon this earth. Y ahí es que viene la las siete trompetas y también los, la, los vasos que van a ser derramados en esos momentos. You know, Nathan, that is just amazing. Eso es increíble. And, of course, this is the reason why we encourage a listeners to take some time uh, to study eschatology and Bible prophecy. Por eso es que nosotros tomamos el tiempo para decirle a esos que están sintonizados que tomen tiempo para estudiar la escatología y la profecía bíblica. Because we know that time is short, right, Nathan? And the Lord can come at any moment. Nosotros estamos que el tiempo está corto y el Señor puede venir en cualquiera momento. We know that nothing else has to happen for the rapture to occur, right, Nathan? Nosotros estamos que nada más tiene que pasar para que el rapto venga. Exactly, Pastor Vic. The rapture is an imminent event. No prophecy has to be fulfilled for it to happen. El, el rapto puede ocurrir en cualquier momento y no es na, nada más que tiene que ser cumplido profecía bíblica para que esto ocurra. But we know seven years of prophecy has to happen for Jesus to return at his second coming. Pero notamos que siete años de profecía tiene que ocurrir antes que el Señor Jesucristo venga. Nathan, and you know, of course, we see these incredible events. We see the witnesses. We see the angels uh, proclaiming the good news. We see a greatest harvest of all time. Millions of people coming to know the Lord. Nosotros notamos que en el tiempo de la tribulación va a haber ángeles compartiendo dos testigos y millones de personas van a venir a conocer a Jesucristo personalmente. But of course, in the midst of that, Revelation 8 and on tells us that other events begin to unfold, right, Nathan? And things still get worse. Nosotros notamos que la palabra también nos dice Apocalipsis yeah, you would think that with half the world population dying in the first seal judgments, that that would be as bad as it gets, but it gets far, far worse. 
ustedes a veces creen que con los sellos que van a, a, a abrirse y la, y, la, y la tragedia que va a venir, que eso va a ser terrible, pero ¿quién puede creer que todavía se va a poner más difícil? By the time we get to the seventh trumpet judgment, which starts the second half, the great tribulation, we can read about lightning, thunder, earthquakes, and great hail. Cuando nosotros notamos que llegamos a las siete, eh, 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 el evento que de, de tres años, dos años y medio que le faltan para la tribulación, a, nos vamos a notar de cosas en el cielo que van a ser increíbles eh, eh, que van a estar ocurriendo. Now, we got to remember, though, that there's three purposes for the tribulation. Ahora, hay que notar que hay tres propósitos para la tribulación. One is for God to punish sin. Sin cannot continue to go on like it does. Uno es para Dios quitar el pecado y traer juicio sobre el pecado porque el pecado no puede seguir. Second is to bring people to their knees to get serious about a relationship with Jesus. Segundo, para que la gente se ponga en sus rodillas para que se pongan serio con su relación con Jesucristo. And third is for Jesus Christ to defeat evil and set up his kingdom for a thousand years. Y tercero para Jesucristo quitar el pecado del mundo y para establecer su reino aquí en la tierra. So the judgments of the tribulation get worse and worse to really get those hard-headed people that won't acknowledge him as savior. Mm. Así que la tribulación se pone más peor y peor para que esa gente que son un poco de cabeza dura eh, vengan a los pies de Jesucristo. By the middle of the tribulation, the antichrist false prophet en el medio de la tribulación, el anticristo, el falso profeta, va a empujar que toda la gente tome la, la marca de la bestia. Van a tener que tener su número o también su nombre en su cabeza o en su mano derecha. Y no pueden comprar ni vender si no tienen esa marca. Anyone who doesn't take it will likely be killed. Toda persona que no tome esa marca probablemente lo van a matar. This mark in truth is an allegiance, swearing allegiance to Satan. Esa marca verdaderamente va a ser que están, están cometiéndose a, a seguir a este hombre. So by the middle of the tribulation, everybody will know to accept Jesus or not. Así que en el medio de la tribulación, toda gente va a conocer de si van si va a aceptar a Jesucristo o no. Sadly, the second half of the tribulation, many of the judgments are so bad that most of the earth can barely survive. Y para la segunda parte de la tribulación, el tiempo va a estar tan difícil que casi nadie va a sobrevivir. When we get to the bold judgments of Revelation 16. Y cuando llegamos a Apocalipsis capítulo 16, los vasos de, de, de los juicios. We see the Antichrist people, the people who took the mark. Covered in, in sores like radiation sores. Wow, notamos la gente que ha aceptado la marca que están lleno eh, de su cuerpo eh, co con muchas uh, uh, cosas que le están pasando. We see the water both in the seas and the fresh water so polluted that it's like blood. It, it, nothing can live in it. Notamos las aguas del mundo que va a estar tan mala que es como llena de sangre que nada puede vivir en ella. Whatever is protecting us from solar radiation is taken away and people are scorched by the heat. Lo que no esté protegiendo de la radiación del sol, lo van a quitar y la gente se van a estar muriendo por el, el, el calor del sol. Tenemos un terremoto tan fuerte que tumba todas las montañas y la isla se desaparecen. Y toda la gente que quede en el anticristo lo va a juntar todo para que vaya a atacar a Israel una última vez. And this is the 
Y esa es la última batalla, la batalla de Armagedón. Pero es cuando Jesucristo viene y va a quitar el pecado y lo malo. Nathan, that is awesome. Eso es increíble. I mean, it actually reads like a movie, Nathan. Esto es como yeah. una película. And we know that, I, I, I know that, that, you know, some people, sometimes when they read the book of Revelation, they actually, uh, they, they feel that way. So that's why they think it's so complicated. And I mean, wow, is this, all this stuff really going to happen? But as you explained to us, we're not too far, maybe, from these events beginning to unfold. Digamos, cuando uno lee esto, es como una película, y la gente se ponen a creer, pero puede esto verdaderamente ocurrir así. Pero nosotros notamos que ya no falta mucho tiempo para que esto ocurra. And Nathan, this is why, as you mentioned, it is so important for individuals to come to the Lord now while there is still time. That they, anyone that puts their, their trust in Jesus Christ today does not have to endure these events. Por eso que Nathan lo está diciendo nosotros, que es tan importante de venir al Señor ahora, porque todo que pongan su fe en Jesucristo no van a tener que pasar por ninguna de estas cosas. Right, Nathan? Exactly. Believers in Christ are promised to be exempt from the wrath of God. Los creyentes en Jesucristo le han prometido ser exemptos de la ira que viene. And the tribulation, like the flood, is the wrath of God upon this planet. Y la tribulación, nosotros notamos que va a ser la ira de Dios que va a venir a este planeta. Those who accepted Jesus as Savior will be raptured before the tribulation happens. Eso que han aceptado a Jesucristo va a ser raptado antes que venga la tribulación. The Bible calls it our blessed hope. La palabra dice que esa es nuestra esperanza bendecida. And of course, and that is the, the blessed hope that we are wanting to leave those of you that are tuned into the program with. Esa es la esperanza con la que queremos dejarle a ustedes que están sintonizados. Siempre nos pueden llamar si necesitan oración al 305-992-9537. Nos pueden mandar un texto para nosotros poder orar por ustedes o comunicar mala buena noticia y la esperanza que Dios tiene para ustedes. You can always reach out to us here as we share with you this blessed hope. Those of you that have a relationship with the Lord, you can always call us at 305-992-9537. 9537 and we would love to share with you more information about the hope that the Lord has for you. Nathan Jones, our time is pretty much up. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, such an honor. Thank you, Pastor Vic. Thank you for tuning in to The Truth Will Set You Free. Gracias por sintonizarse a la verdad los liberará. May the Lord bless you. Que Dios me lo bendiga. Have a great day. Que pasen un lindo día.